0: we know that affordability is on uh, is on the mind top of mind for most of us these days pay pay raises just not keeping up with inflation and the cost of living well a new report out has shed some light on how much Albertans need to make to achieve a modest modest standard of living in this province it varies now get this from 30 to 50 an hour in Canmore to 21.40 an hour in Edmonton. Now, obviously, those numbers are a big difference um, from what. Folks are getting paid for minimum wage. Well, there is a difference between minimum wage and what is known as a living wage. Let's find out more with Susan Morrissey, who's the executive director of the Edmonton Pla- uh, Social Planning Council. Hi, Susan. Welcome to the show. Hi, Jaylyn. How are you? I am well. Thank you for joining Good. me this afternoon. Let's let's start with this. How how is A living wage defined, because I mean, a lot of people think of minimum wage at 15 bucks an hour and think, oh, okay, well, maybe that's it. But that's not it at all. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. (laughs) A living wage reflects what earners need to bring
1: home based on the actual cost of living in a specific community. So it's very, very different from a minimum wage.
0: Very, very different. And those numbers across the
1: province really range, don't they? Yeah, they sure do. It's uh, it's quite uh, incredible when you think of what it costs uh, a living wage in Canmore of 32.75 dollars uh, per hour that a person has to make uh, versus, let's say, Grand Prairie at $19.65 or Medicine Hat at $17.50 yeah. per hour. It is. It's, and, and, and that's one of the one of the, I guess, um, challenges as a network for the province um, that we've had to deal with. Yeah.
0: So uh, can you give us an idea on how that living wage is calculated? You bet. Um,
1: So what we do is um, over the years, we've developed a calculator that actually helps us uh, to be able to calculate the numbers for a specific municipality. Mm. And so we take um, actual data, actual, we call them proxies, the cost of um, affordable living, so let's say a one-bedroom apartment or a two-bedroom apartment, the cost, the average cost of food, the average cost of clothing, and these are all data points that we're able to get. And we uh, use those to be able to create the scenarios. And so the living wage is based on the um, income needs for the following three households. Mm-hmm. So a, a two-parent family with two young children children, a one-parent family with one child, and a single individual living alone. Mm-hmm. So we take those numbers, and then what we've done is we, for a specific community, so for Canmore, for Edmonton, for Calgary, for the various ones, and then we take a weighted average based on how many of each individual types, household types there are in Alberta. And and that's basically how we've been able to come up with an accurate living wage number that reflects um, whether you're an individual or a family mm-hmm. or whether you're a, uh, a lone parent and that's how we've been able to come up with an accurate reflection based on actual numbers based on actual data.
0: You know I and I'm, and I'm wondering then when you take a look at that that living wage and kind of the the median wage for mm-hmm. you know a lot of Albertans the you know not many mm-hmm. even the media the, the 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 minimum wage what that looks like and and, and, and as we see over the years because it continues to go up then obviously mm-hmm. we're seeing more demand on places like the food bank and where the food absolutely. banks and we're hearing that right across the province right across the country we are seeing yep. more and more challenges
1: and you certainly are as well yeah absolutely i actually did a little dive into uh, to looking at uh, at that a little bit more so consumer price index is up 11.5 mm. percent in alberta between 2019 and 2022 uh food bank canada annual hunger count report that there are over 156,000 Albertans that were using the food bank in March, which was up 34% from the year before. And I had a little chat with Marjorie Benz, Hmm. and between 30,000 and 35,000 hampers go out the door each month in Edmonton. um, And that's almost doubled since the summer of 2020. So, I mean, that's just food. That's not even accommodations. That's not even um, clothing. That's not even, you know, anything else that... That that is built in. And, and the whole premise behind the living wage is it is supposed to be, the belief is that individuals and families should not just survive, but they should live with dignity and participate in the community. And when you're having real struggles trying to decide whether you're going to be feeding your kids meat this month or not, it's pretty hard for you to maintain some dignity and, as well, to be able to contribute and or participate in your community. So that's what this is about.
0: So you know there's there's going to be uh businesses out there and you take a look at maybe restaurants things like mm-hmm. that that they you know I I couldn't uh, probably afford to pay $22 an hour to some of my employees who right now are making $15 an hour that minimum wage. W- what do you say to that? The research doesn't show
1: that. <laughs> that's what I say. Um there has been research done more so in the United States than in mm-hmm. Canada but there has been some done. And actually paying a living wage is an advantage to employers. It's an advantage because the cost of hiring and rehiring employees, because when people are able to leave that minimum wage job to get another job, or they are working two and three jobs, they're their their sick time is going up um and and or they're leaving employment it's very costly to an employer to have to rehire and what we found in talking to employers and through the research that paying a living wage actually decreases those costs do you or have you do you know
0: of businesses companies that um, you know maybe mainly in the past maybe paid the minimum wage who are now buying into the living wage standard
1: we have over 75 employers in Alberta now that have signed up and have registered to become living wage employers So we're super, super pleased. We'd like to see that number get much higher because we know what that means and we know how that translates out to the average Albertan in the community. But um, we are starting to see more employers who are becoming aware of what a living wage is. And in some cases, they already are paying a living Mm -hmm. wage. So why not register Mm. and so that people are aware and people will support. Um, businesses that pay living wages I suspect that there are some folks
0: listening right now uh, Susan who are thinking you know a 16 year old doesn't need to be making $20 an hour because I think there's a lot yeah. of people that think it's just uh, you know teenagers yeah. their first
1: job who are making uh, a minimum wage that's not the case no it certainly isn't most people that are in between $13 and $19 an hour are not kids living in at home. Approximately 45% of those people have children, and 59% are over the age of 25. Yes. And that comes out of some very recent uh, Labour Firsts Data that we got between 2022 and August of 20, um, yeah, August 20 and August 2021. So it's it's very true, and um, and and so we know that we know very well that there are a lot of people out there who are trying to raise families. Um, on the minimum wage
0: what about um calling on on the province to raise the minimum wage i know yep. uh, a couple of years ago or recently at uh, the, the former premier jason kenney was asked about it. he said that the province at the time had no uh, no interest or no plans on raising right. that minimum wage what you
1: what would that do well First, first and foremost, every other province that uh, has has actually been raising their minimum wage year over year. And Alberta is the only province right now that has not raised its minimum wage um, this year. Um, so first and foremost. So we're, the gap is getting bigger and bigger, right? Mm. Um, but then on top of that, I mean, we're in a situation where, and I know that right now um, the, the government is talking about increasing HC, seniors yep. and yep. income support right and that's great but those but because of the fact that when the ndps were in they indexed all those benefits to the co- to the cost of living but then in 2019 the ucp government pulled it back mm. and paused on it we've got people that like there's still there's a gap right there there's a gap, gap of a couple of years yeah already right there that needs to be made up before but absolutely I mean I think if I could encourage people to do anything as an individual I would say inform yourself about a living wage talk to your MLA tell them it's just it's it's just not right that people can't earn especially if you work full-time full days that you can't earn enough mm. to have a modest lifestyle um and and learn more about the Alberta Living Wage Network and and get involved and I would encourage 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 employers as well, for sure. Um, Go to the Alberta Living Wage Network. Um, You can register. It's not that hard. Um, Become a living wage employer.
0: Susan Morrissey joining me this afternoon. Appreciate your time and your insight. Thanks for this.